My name is Dr. Bart Precourt. Welcome to the Health Made Simple podcast. These podcasts will help you create simple strategies and simple habits so you can get back to being the best version of yourself. Hey everyone, Dr. Bart here and welcome back to the Health Made Simple podcast. My topic today is all about how do we heal? What are the three laws of healing and really why some people just don't heal? And I'll tell you, this is probably one of my absolute favorite topics to talk about. And the reason for that is that this philosophy, this concept, this understanding, really this science this that I'm going to teach you today is probably had the greatest influence on me uh, versus anything that I've ever learned in healthcare. This has probably had the greatest influence on how I practice, but also how I approach things in my personal life or even, you know, the health of my family. So I'm always, it is ingrained in me to understand and always be thinking about these three laws of healing. So hopefully you get to take away something great from today. And I'll tell you what, you know, most of us that are listening to this, we're, you know, we're not 20 years old anymore. So we are starting to think about, you know, where's my health going? What, what, what do I need to do today? What can I start to do now to make sure that my future, um, you know, for me, this is, I'm rolling up on 50 years old this year. And, you know, I continue to think, well, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm hopefully not even halfway through this game. So what is it going to take for me to be healthy, to be strong, to be vibrant, both in mind and body, you know, way, way down the road here. And this is a really a huge part of it. So I hope that you can take some part of this and apply it into your life and into the philosophy of how you approach things, especially when it comes to your health. So, and again, thank you everyone for, you know, sharing these and spreading them out. Appreciate it. Uh, continue to spread the love. So how do we heal? That, that it's, a, it's a great question. I think sometimes that's the question that never gets asked. We, you know, we, we ask all the other questions, what's wrong with me and this and that, but we forget to ask the question, how do we heal? And unfortunately, this is not taught too often. Um, so we're going to get into it today. And this is kind of fun because it's, it's so simple, quite frankly, that you would think we would have learned this a real long time ago. And there's three laws of healing. Let's dive right in. The first law of healing, and this is probably the number one most violated <laughs> uh, law of when it comes to healing is that all healing takes time. Ooh, of course, and we know that. I think every one of us knows that, yet we forget it, especially when we're not comfortable, when we have pain, when we have disease, we have disharmony. But healing takes time. And let's let's dive into that a little bit more because really how much time something takes to heal, and I'm going to answer some of those questions a little bit later specifically, like how long does it take your gut to heal? How long does it take you know, liver to repair itself? Well, I'll talk about those, but the concept here and understanding really how long does it take something, you know, how much time does it take? And it really depends on the other two laws. So now you have to continue to pay attention here. And this is, I think, the biggest challenge here with understanding or abiding by this law is that we've been misguided. And there's really three reasons why. Um, so there's three reasons that have kind of led us down the wrong path to no longer allow time to be part of the healing process. And the first one is that there's this just grand stage of hypnosis of how we approach our health, that if you have a symptom, it let's, let's give you something, a magic pill, lotion, or potion to make it go away today. And we have all practiced that, and I throw myself into that category. If I've got a problem, I want to take something right here, right now. If I've got pain in my shoulder, let me have an Advil to make it go away. The challenge here, folks, and I know you know this, but let's remind ourselves of this. 
that symptom relief is not healthcare. That is not being healthier. So if I have a, <laughs> a bad example, but a real one, if I have finger pain, I could cut my hand off and no longer have finger pain, right? But it doesn't necessarily mean I have a healthier finger. Yet we have practiced for years, decades, most of us, the art of getting rid of symptoms really, really fast. So this practice, this this idea that there's a magic potion, lotion, uh, or a cream or something that makes things go away overnight, that is a hypnosis that is taking place that takes us away from understanding that all healing takes time. So then the second reason I think that we are so misguided or we've violated this law of healing is because we have created this enemy and the enemy is symptoms. And listen, I'm no different than you. I don't like feeling uncomfortable. I don't like to have a fever. I don't like to have shoulder pain. I don't like to have an upset stomach. But the challenge here is that we've been taught that that is bad and it's not. This is just feedback from your body. And the more we can embrace that and understand that, the more you allow yourself, you give yourself permission, have some fortitude and understand that your body is always giving you feedback. But if we're always ignoring it, we're always making that feedback go away as fast as we can, then there's no way for us to ultimately get healthy. So that's the second reason I think that we have kind of dismissed this whole time concept is that we have demonized symptoms. And quite frankly, symptoms, are gonna, that's what protects us. That's what makes, it really saves our life. If you put your finger on a burning stove, it gives you pain. So you stop burning your finger. So you stop damaging it. So we have to learn how to embrace or listen to our symptoms more versus see how fast we can eliminate that those symptoms. So that's the big misunderstanding there. And really that comes down back, to, that's going to go back to our mindset. Like, is our mindset good enough to understand that, hey, listen, my body's giving me feedback and it can come from all different directions. It can come from a, you know, it could be a headache, it could be a little back pain, whatever it may be. But to stop demonizing our symptoms and start asking the question, what is my body asking me for, helps us incorporate time into the healing. And then the third reason is this, and this is real. Um, don't dismiss this just because the way I'm going to put it out there, that one of the reasons that we dismiss, that we do not use time is because we have fear. And the fear is, what if things get worse? And this is, again, really part of it. The, so these three reasons are, we, we, we've been hypnotized to think that, Things should go away right away. And we then we've demonized symptoms. And the third is because of fear. And, and we do not make good decisions when we're scared, when we have fear. And when we are uncomfortable, we don't like it's it's fearful. Like, what if this gets worse? I don't know what this is. So typically, when we have symptoms, you got a headache, you got a fever, maybe the flu, and you feel awful. We don't make good decisions in, the, in those times. And that is why, folks, it is so, so important that you have a health tribe. And real specifically, your health tribe should con consist of people who share your philosophies and share your beliefs when it comes to health and understand the path that you are on. So if for me, that means that I need some other natural health care providers that can help me when I'm at my worst. So listen, I'm a healthcare provider. I know a fair amount of stuff, but I don't need to be my doctor when I'm in a state of discomfort, when I have a lot of symptoms. So that's why it's so important that you continue to develop a team 
Um, maybe you need someone, you know, like someone like myself, you know, a holistic healthcare practitioner or someone that you continue to do put on your team. Maybe it's your spouse. Because listen, when you're uncomfortable, if you're complaining a lot, you need them to hold the line and be strong for you so you don't make bad decisions. Most of the, the, the worst things that happens to our health happens as a result of making bad decisions when we're uncomfortable. So again, the first law of healing is time. All healing takes time, but we have to address the three things that essentially keep us from allowing, uh, you know, allowing ourselves to let time apply, and that is that our hypnosis and our practice. The old formula of this must go away right away. The idea that symptoms are bad guys, they're not. We need to put them and understand that, put them in the right place and understand that symptoms are a way that your body gives you feedback. And then of course, we can't make decisions when we are uncomfortable. So we need someone around us. At least it's helpful. You don't have to have them, but understand, don't make any major decisions when you are super, super uncomfortable. So that those are the, those are really the the first law of healing is the all healing takes time. The second one, because all healing takes how much time? It depends on these other two. This other one is probably my favorite, and I think it's the least understood. The first one is the most violated. This is the most least understood. And I don't even think a lot of, quite frankly, I don't think a lot of healthcare practitioners put this in the formula that is needed when we start talking about recommendations and protocols that we use to help people get better and that all healing takes place through cellular replacement. I'll explain that because this, this is the only one that sounds a little technical. This, this is, again, this is where we have the least education. Cellular replacement means this. If you damage tissue, if you have killed off some liver cells, if you have broken a bone, if you have torn a ligament, your body does not repair those tissues that are damaged. It actually needs to replace them. So you got to go out with the bad and in with the good. Now, the challenge here is this. I'll give you an example. The challenge here is that the in with the good, it's, we got to make sure that the cells that are replacing the old ones are good. And that's the difference if I use a sports analogy for a moment here. You'll see some athlete, athletes, they have something called an ACL. It's a, when they, uh, an ACL tear. It's where they tear a ligament in their knee. In the past... It was always considered a six to nine month recovery process before they'd even consider being back on the field. Now we have dudes doing it in three to four months. The difference is they are looking at the entire picture of health. They're saying, hey, listen, we can do this surgery in an hour, two hours. The challenge is how does it heal? And in the way that we heal, here's a good example for you, is that your body makes two million red blood cells per second. And yes, I said that right. Two million red blood cells per second, your red blood cells. So your red blood cells are the ones that carry oxygen out to your cells, carry nutrients and hormones. So you're reproducing these at, a, at an astronomical rate. And these red blood cells live for 120 days. Now keep that in mind. So what that means to you is what you're eating today, you are making those red blood cells with that fuel, what you ate yesterday. So if last night you had beer and pizza, Every second, you're making 2 million red blood cells per second based on beer and pizza. If you tear your ACL next week, you will be replacing those cells with beer and pizza. You follow me here? So here's, here's what has changed between the six and nine month recovery to some of these dudes doing it in three to four months. They look at the entire picture of health and say, well, if I want to increase or decrease the amount of time it takes to heal, what other things can I incorporate? 
as a lifestyle. Of course, in the moment, right? Of course, we're going to then try to do better things in the moment. But how about as a lifestyle so you become a healing machine? And that's really the idea here because we're not going to go through life mistake-free. We're not going to go through life without symptoms or sickness or disease for that matter. It's what kind of tools are we going to have available when these things happen? So now you have these, these athletes who are on phenomenal diets. They are getting all kinds of therapies. They're getting chiropractic. They're getting massage. They're doing saunas. They're doing um, laser therapy. Everything to increase the ability for the cell to increase nutrients so it can repair on its own. And this is a huge, huge thing. I think it's misunderstood. We wonder, and oftentimes we're comparing, which we should never do, or we think, man, I, I, I got sick, but I started taking echinacea last night. Why didn't that work? The echinacea probably was working, but you've got 120 days of eating beer and pizza or putting junk in your body or not sleeping good or who knows, right? Or different stresses in your life that that is accumulated over time. So now when it's time for you to replace your cells, you don't necessarily have a stockpile of good, healthy cells. You're still replacing those infected cells, those damaged cells with cells that aren't necessarily that much healthier themselves. So that the idea here is that, that we continue to generate a lifestyle that contributes to becoming a healing machine. So if it's not replaced, if you haven't damaged it, so we have some cells that are dysfunctional. So we can either replace the cell completely or kind of like what I was talking about, if it's not replaced entirely, then it's all about getting the bad guys out and good guys in. And that really, when I mean that, when I say that, it's about nutrients. So your cell needs nutrients. It needs good nutrients from whole foods. And we've talked a lot about that. Yet the challenge here is this, is that sometimes you only start eating good in the moment that you need to be, you know, have more health in your life. And that's not necessarily going to do it. It's certainly beneficial. Don't give up on that. That is it, 100%. That's not what I'm saying is not to, you know, always take those moments to continue to do even, you know, better things for your body and for your health. But the more that we have on a regular basis, it increases the healing time. So that is why, especially if, if you're a healthcare practitioner and listen to this, you... I know you understand this, but it's challenging why we have some patients that will heal from leaky gut in, in you know, a, a four-week period of time. And then for some, it takes six months. And that is based on this cellular replacement. So in order for our bodies to repair themselves, either they have to replace the cells or they have to replace what's going on in the cell. Both of those will be an accumulation of your history. So it's out with the bad and in the good. And that's if your body is capable of taking in the good. And that's really an X factor here. So in order to heal, whether it's a fracture, a broken bone, or a, you know, a, a ligament tear, or um, healing up your adrenal glands, all of that is, is going to be dependent upon on how well the system itself is working. And I'm going to kind of give you a great example of that in just, in just a moment here. So that's law number two, that all healing takes place through cellular replacement. First law, all healing takes time. How much time? It's depending on the other two laws. And that means cellular replacement. How well will your body replace the damaged tissues? And what is the quality of those cells? And this was one of the things that was the biggest eye-opener for me to understand that Although particular therapies or medicines or drugs for that matter or surgeries, whatever, can be good in the moment, but it is far from the big picture. This is an ongoing 
big picture philosophy where really, it, what are the things you got to be looking at? It's how you move your body every day, what you're putting in your body, what's your mindset every day, and then of course, how you supplement every day. And the reason the supplements, again, it's probably a different topic here, but You'll always hear me talk about that, especially supplementing as we're getting a little later in life. One, our diet is too narrow scope. We eat the same foods all the time. Secondly, even if we have the good foods, the ability to assimilate them, that's where it gets tricky. The ability to actually absorb what you're putting in, make, meaning that do you even have proper nutrition? Do you have gut issues? Do you have leaky gut? Do you have candida? Do you have some kind of fungus going on in your gut? And the answer for most people is yes. And that's when it gets a little tricky sometimes when you're doing a darn good job with your nutrition, but you're not necessarily seeing the results overall in your health. So, so law number three, here we go. The third law of healing is that all healing takes place through the law of supply and demand. And I think this is where I really want to hammer it home. It kind of pulls the other two together. So my simple example would be this. If you go to the gym and you work out, you're working your muscles, you're, you know, you're doing a bicep workout and you work really, really hard and you go home and you don't do anything, you're probably going to take a longer time to heal. But that being said, if you then work out really hard, and you supply more protein, more nutrients, and get a good night's rest, you heal faster. I think you guys, I think you guys get that example. That example right there is how it works with everything when it comes to our health. If you demand more from your body physically, and, I, and I'm going to jump to some other topics here in a moment, but if you are demanding more to yourself physically, then you have to give more. And this is, again, one of the areas that we violate. And sometimes I find people get mad, like, I'm working out hard. Well, how come I'm not feeling better? Well, if you do more, you have to do more. Meaning this, if you're asking more for your body, you have to give more. So let me give you the example of a car. So because a lot of times with age, we don't understand the aging process enough. And I'll, I'll kind of walk you down the road here. To, so you just kind of get okay with it. It's not age that makes us feel bad. It's how we age. It's what are we doing with our age. So let's imagine that you buy a brand new car. You got this great car. Everything's good. Maybe it's a real fancy Mercedes or something. And you do with it exactly what it's designed to do. You only put the perfect fuel in it. And you do not beat on this car. You don't get in any accidents. But every day... You get up, you turn it on, you make it run, you drive to work, you run around, you make it work for a couple hours a day, and then you come home and you park it, and you clean it up. Even if you're doing this, you're going to get some natural wear and tear. And then eventually, because you're smart, you understand that it's probably a good idea to clean out the carburetor or the fuel injectors, to clean out the gas, do an oil change, and you do it, and you get tuned up, you tune up your car. And the more miles you have on your car, the more frequently you get your, your oil changed. And I think everyone knows, even if, you, even if you don't know anything about cars, you know, if you drive it a lot, you eventually get your oil changed. The challenge here is this. When you get your oil changed, it rarely will ever make your car feel like it's running better. So that's very similar to what happens with human health. But we do that anyways with our car. We tune it up. We, we invest in it. We take time for it. But here, listen, if you don't, here's the other side of this. If you drive down the road and you're doing this over and over again, and maybe you beat on it a little bit, maybe you didn't have the money one day to put the right fuel in, so you skimped out and you put bad fuel in it. It was cheaper, easier. Or maybe you run into things here and there. Maybe you screech around the corners and you wear out the tires more and more. 
and you're doing all these things. And then eventually, man, my car is beat up and it's breaking down. If that is the only time you go to take care of it, but your neighbor takes care of their car every day, they keep it clean, they 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 wax it, they wash it, they they change the oil on, on every, you know, when it's supposed to be, they rotate the tires, they do all the things to keep that car running the best it can. When you both hit a certain amount of mileage, you're going to have two different cars. And that is what has happened with our bodies. So listen, if you've been the one who's beat up on your car, and aka, yes, the car is, my analogy is your body. Hey, listen, the beauty of it here is this, that you can't necessarily re- rejuvenate your car. You can shine it up pretty good, make it look good from the outside. Maybe you can replace some some parts on your car, I guess. But the beauty here is this, is that your body has this supernatural recuperative power. So literally, you can create new cells. And that's really the message I want to send you today. So no matter how old you are, what your history is, and your history does play a role in, in all of your healing. So how long something has been there plays a role on how long it might take to heal. So, but it doesn't matter if you have drag it through, you know, you, you drag it through the rocks, you beat your body down. Maybe you're an athlete. Maybe you've been sitting in a desk for 20 years and maybe that's, you know, the, the bad part, but maybe that you've been just not doing anything. But maybe you're like myself, you know, you know, a decade of rugby, a decade of mixed martial arts and just beating up my body doesn't mean that I have to hold on to my old injuries. What it does mean that over time, I want to help my body replace my cells with new ones based on my nutrition, my lifestyle, my mindset, my supplementation, so I can regenerate those body parts and I can establish new body parts that function a better way. What it boils down to in the brass nuts here is that you're going to need to do more now than you ever have done before. If you've been in my clinic, you've been in it as a patient of mine, I most likely you've heard me say that directly to you that you need to do more now than you've ever done before. And what does that look like in real life? So if you have your car, you get your oil tuned. So maybe that means for you, I'm sorry, you get your oil changed, right? You clean it out. You clean out the inside, outside, you clean everything. Maybe you need to do a cleanse. Maybe you need to, you know, reduce food. Maybe so. And what's interesting is that these are not new concepts, not even close. If you look at Every major religion out there, there was always a cleansing phase. There was a fasting phase. There was, we always gave something up to clean the body out so the body and the mind could get clear. And that's what kept us at our very best. But it did take some discipline. It took some fortitude. And it took us a little bit of getting off our, our daily habits and reestablishing some ones that serve us on a higher level that help our bodies get healthier. So what does that mean to you? It may mean that you have a scheduled massage once a month. Maybe you get a chiropractic adjustment every couple of weeks. Maybe you have a sauna session a couple of days a week. Maybe you do an ice session where you, you jump in some cold water a couple of days a week to decrease inflammation. But whatever it's going to take for you, I promise you, if you're not doing more now, than you did last year, then you're speeding up your aging process. You're not slowing it down. But the beauty is this, that action is the best medicine that we absolutely have. So if you take more action this year, you choose to go out and nurture you and your body more. You choose to nurture and check in with your mindset, with what you put in your body, the way that you move, the way that you exercise, the way that you the, the way that you're eating, uh, the way that you're supplementing. And again, I, the supplements give us just an, a great opportunity to make up for some lost time or help us heal some things that maybe we couldn't get enough in our regular nutrition. 
So the takeaway that I want you to have from this today is that, listen, the beauty, where we differ from our cars is this, that we have this inherent recuperative superpower within our body to produce cells based on the law of supply and demand. If we supply our bodies this innate wisdom, this DNA of ours with all the tools and we do it over time, we can actually regenerate our mitochondria and do not lose sight of that fact that we have enough science and we've, we've been practicing this, this for years without the science, but the science has finally caught up to show us that if we get all the crap out, we get the sugar, we get the GMOs out, we get the glyphosate out, we really pay attention to make sure that we're putting whole foods from God's garden back into our diet. And we do this over the long haul and we take the extra steps, the measures, the whatever, we get good Meditate, get good sleep, make sure you eliminate properly, sauna sessions, acupuncture, chiropractic, uh, therapy, whatever it is to help you keep going. We know now that the cells can actually start to not only regenerate, but recuperate, but we actually can start to heal up our mitochondria, which is the act, which is the opposite of aging. It's the kind of the anti-aging secret here. So let me give you a couple um, kind of, I don't know, this is almost like, tidbits on, on, on just different body parts and how it can take. So I've, I'm going to bring it back down to some brass bolts here of like how, how long does it take to actually heal? And listen, I want to, and I think, I think you all understand this at this point, listening to this, because you're probably interested in health. If you're listening to this, listen, the new currency in life, the new currency in our culture, it's health. You might be 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 years old, but the currency right now, like the biggest baddest ass thing you can have is to be super, super healthy. And make no mistake about that because, listen, if you're 50 years old and you got, you know, a, a bucket load of money in your pocket, but you can't get out of your desk, worthless, right? And, and listen, I'm not trying to, to downplay all of our successes and stuff, but the bottom line is that the new currency is health. So here's some just kind of cool things. Your skin, for the most part, completely replaces itself in about three to seven days. So if you cut yourself real bad, for the most part, that skill, that that skin, the dermis, is in a couple of weeks is going to heal up and completely replaced about every twenty seven to twenty eight days. So all skin conditions can heal within that time frame. But then we have to apply the three laws of healing, right? So we have to apply all healing takes time. If it's skin, twenty eight days we'll call it. But next law is cellular replacement. We have to make sure when we have damaged our skin that we have all the tools and nutrients within our cells already to replace the bad ones. So that's a key component of this. So that hopefully this is you're starting to think, man, I got to do this all the time. I got to put good, good things in my body all the time. And then, of course, the law of supply and demand. If I keep messing with my skin and I keep injuring it or I pull tug on it or I'm scraping it up more, probably won't heal. So that's a skin, our whole body, many of you have heard this before, your body, well, science even shows us that every cell in your body, bones included, eyes, teeth, ears, everything, will be replaced every seven to 10 years. And that's a pretty big leap. And what's the difference? Why do some scientists say seven? Why do some 10? Law, three laws of healing. Everything takes time. It's all about cellular replacement, law, supply, and demand. If we have two cars and one's get, we beat the hell out of one for, for seven years and the other one we don't, one's going to be in better shape at the end. So what takes place over time is as important as anything. Uh, some other fun ones. Liver. Every 30 days, you basically have a new liver. 
So for a lot of you out there, we have a lot of people probably even listening to say, yeah, fatty liver disease, it's not the end of the world, but we got to clean things up. So I'm, the red blood cell I talked about earlier that you're making for 2 million, 2 million red blood cells every second, they last for 120 days. That's the lifespan. So what I want you to think about, if you know you have some liver challenge, and listen, if you have a skin issue, most likely you have a gut liver issue. That's what usually expresses itself into the skin. So if you have a liver issue, know that you can repair your liver in 30 days based on three laws of healing, that all healing takes time through cellular replacement and loss, supply, and demand. So if you're saying you have identified, I got fatty liver disease, and you're starting to do some good things, you start to put good food in your body, you're, you're using milk thistle, you're starting to increase your production of glutathione, yet you're still drinking alcohol, that's the law of supply and demand. That means you're still beating your liver down. Or maybe that's you, you have a really good diet, yet you still have that glass of wine every night. So listen, that's part of the law of supply and demand. How much are you demanding of your body versus supplying? So we have to do some math there and just see if it all works out that way. The intestines, this is something that comes up, you know, especially for a lot of us that are doing nutritional, you know, consultations that we're doing functional medicine, the intestines and gut lines, gut lining. Your gut lining replaces itself about every two to three weeks. The intestines, part of the epithelium, maybe every five to seven days. Yeah, most leaky gut cases, most candida cases will take much longer than that. And here's why. So because once you have a gut issue, usually it's, it's a three-pronged issue. And usually that means that you have a gut thyroid liver issue. And once your hormones get off and your gut, your gut's off and then your hormones go off and then your ability to detox is off, you actually have to start healing all three of those. So although I'm giving you these kind of specifics, your skin, you know, two weeks or, you know, a month, your body in 10 years, your liver in 30 days, your gut lining in two to three weeks, if you are working on something, let's say you're healing yourself up from leaky gut, what I'm going to recommend is that you give yourself a minimum of 30 days, but usually most protocol, most times when we're looking at trying to heal things for the human body, once that symptom, that sickness or the, the disease has set in, you want to give yourself about 60 days to six months for most stuff that has taken place with the human body. If you want to increase that or you think, man, Dr. Barr, he's all wrong. You can prove me wrong, but just improve the three laws of healing. And that's how you'll be able to take that time frame down. All right. So with that being said, that gives you kind of a, a feel for how we heal. And listen, this, I tell you, this is, this is one of the things that has had a major influence on how I approach human health. This is for if you become a patient of mine, this is how I approach your health. As I'm listening to you and I'm listening to your history, I'm thinking about those three laws. How much time, once we've engaged in the right process, the right protocols, once you've engaged in the right lifestyle, how much time have you allowed yourself? And so give yourself some permission to heal. Listen, no one wants to feel uncomfortable. I get that. But if you apply this philosophy that all healing takes time, all healing takes place through cellular replacement, all healing takes time through the law of supply and demand. When you start to incorporate that as part of your own philosophy, you're going to be amazed at how fast things can heal. All right. With that being said, continue to do your thing. Uh, you know, spread this, spread this out, share it out to someone that you, you care for, that you love, that think that you might think that this could help out a little bit. And as usual, make sure that you're taking more action today, more action this year than you ever have before, just based on everything I just said there. Make sure you do something deliberate for your health, for your mind, for your body. Y'all have an awesome day. Thanks for listening to the Health Made Simple podcast. 
If you have a question or email you'd like me to answer or a topic you want me to cover, just go ahead and send us an email. To get my simple health tip on a daily basis, follow me on Facebook at Dr. Bart Precourt. And remember, your body is designed to be healthy, so let's make this the healthiest year of your life by taking more action than you ever have before.